Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today, Saul wants to discuss experience points. Oh, the great experience point debates. To experience point or not to experience point. Okay, so I'm going to start off with my admission that I started playing D&D. Original D&D. <laughs> Which you probably already like knew. they haven't heard that 150 times. So you're right. And the reason I say that is because that's my basis of role playing, right? That's my grounding my foundations and when we we have that foundation we have this idea that xp what is xp for right and so when we when we used to play original D, we used to get experience points for killing things and gold pieces or what how how much stuff was worth that we found on these bodies that we just killed usually they were monsters so it was okay to kill them and then you wonder why you play with a bunch of murder hobos well, there is that, right? I don't think we're a bunch of murder hobos. I think me and Mike. I meant just... your children, or your oh. child, and your friends' kids. Yeah, I, I don't and know how friends. that. I don't know how that happened, but but anyway, so because we killed the monsters and took their stuff, yeah. and the boys really liked that. So the evolution of XP giving out XP, right? It, so so basically, for original D and D, you got experience points. One of the things that I, that I think is weird is you got the experience points for killing the monster if you killed the monster. Right. The other person standing next to you didn't get the experience points. Like, right. they weren't in the fight. That was part of the rules. Yes, I understand. So, that's one of the rules that has changed. Yes. Unless you play with some of the people I play with who still, I always sometimes, no offense anybody, sometimes feel like I'm being graded on my role playing <laughs> when I get my experience email. <laughs> Why did so-and-so get more experience points than I did? Weren't we all there? We, we had discussed that you weren't going to bring that up. But anyway... Uh, so so what does you know we, we got we used to get experience for that and and that and that you know for back then as a, a 10 year old kid it made sense right well not only that but that was the way that you leveled up you got to go and get more because every every so often your experience would put you to the next level right then you got to get a new skill or up you your get more your powerful head. yes yes okay so so you jumped, you jumped to Sorry, where I was going to go. I jumped the gun. You jumped my my outline here, but that's okay. So as time wore on, experience points, what you got experience points has changed, and right, and how it's doled out. For example, you're right. When we used to play original D and D, the person who killed the monster got the experience for that monster, and it, you know, and I understand, I don't understand why that was because if it was a group. If a group was taking place, was acting as a, if a group was acting as a group to kill something or defeat something, why not as a group everybody gets experience? But that's that's not the, what Gary thought or Dave Anderson thought or where, whoever originally penned that kind of idea. But th- that quickly changed. I'm not I'm not sure if AD and D still had to kill the monster to get their experience points. I think it still did. I think it must have. I think it did. And that probably didn't change officially till third edition, though I don't know about second edition. But I don't remember Felipe doling out experience that way in the in the fact that if you killed it, you got experience for the Felipe is more equitable, probably. Right, right. And you saw you probably saw how 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 unfair and unfair and how much that didn't make sense, right? Because like. It could be like a, you know, a three players might have been fighting a monster, and uh, and they're whittling down, and and then some, 
you know somebody was doing something whatever and he comes up and he hits the monster for one hit point and kills it he gets all that experience well let's say i mean can imagine if it was a dragon and you get like ten thousand experience points whoa the wizard just jumped up five levels and the people who were you know kicking the monster's butt for five ten fifteen rounds get nothing except for gold experience so there's that so that didn't seem very fair and so when we we move up the timeline to third edition which came out in 2000, I believe, uh, experience is shared. Now, we're talking about D&D, so we're going to switch gears later on. So I'm just talking about the evolution, how experience is doled out in D&D. So third edition comes out, and it's shared, right? What you do is you have this this creature level, and there was this formula that you would use. You know, It's not that difficult of a formula. You would just get the the what the, the CR value, the, character, the creature level. Are you sure that wasn't Pathfinder? Yeah, they did the same thing. Yeah, you get the creature level, how many creatures of that level there were, and then you divide it by the player level and all this other business, and it spits out a number, and that number is given to everybody in the group. Bada bing, bada boom. So your party gets to advance together. Right. And another thing that changed was from from AD&D to 3rd edition, and I don't know about 2nd edition again, is that uh, when a fighter back in in AD&D to gain, go up a level was usually less experienced than a, a magic it? user or a cleric, right? And so fighters would, adv- you know, if you play with the same group and more or less kill the same amount of things, the fighter would gain experience levels faster than a wizard. But, uh, and I guess it was some sort of a balancing act because a high-level wizard was really powerful where a fighter, uh, not so much. I mean, they were still pretty powerful, but you know, wizards could usually take out a fighter pretty easy, depending on the situation. Anyway, so third edition did all away with all that. You know, the, the I, for example, in AD and D, to go up a level, you needed like twelve hundred experience points for a fighter. It would be fifteen hundred points for a, a wizard, and something like that. So it wasn't exactly the same. So third edition changed all that. It just said levels. And you, you hit this no matter what thing you use. Boom, you go up a level. And all experience points is shared, and it took away that. Thing. I think they took away the the experience for gold. Pretty sure they did. I've never heard of that, so they must have. Yes, uh, Pathfinder did the same thing. I don't think they changed anything. Uh, maybe they changed the the creature levels and CR values and all this BS. But pretty much the same thing. You know, you count up all the experience the monsters that were killed divided by number of players. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, you spit out the, the, the experience that the whole group gets. Not all games are like that, though, right? Even the old games aren't like that. Well, for example, Space Opera had absolutely no experience. And Traveler, you... you, you there was no experience there was, You only got to gain things like if you survived, and then uh, at, when you went, you had to roll again to see if you lived, and <laughs> silly things no, like that. That's under character creation. I know. Okay, but, but once your character's created, there's no... Yes, but then you, you still only get a certain... You get to go up a little bit after, don't you? No, there's no experience in Traveler. It's only at character yes. creation? The only way you gain you gain anything in Traveler is if you study. So Space Opera did the exact same thing. So, but And the whole idea was, at least for Space Opera, Traveler, I have no idea. But for, sp- for Space Opera, you were the pinnacle of fighting forces in, in, the, in the universe or in the galactic whatever, sphere or whatever you want to call it. When you made a character, you were like the best of the best, right? So there was there was nothing. To, the exper- more experience wasn't going to make you better. 
by their uh, idea. So there was no experience in space opera. You just you just you just went. You just went and did stuff for for well in the in the in my game you were in the military, so you did it because you were told to do it. And then when they when they mustered out, that was when they left the the their services. They were they got a job and they were doing it for money. But experience there was no experience in space opera, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, I'm like, but some people did it because they. But see, the characters were really powerful anyway, compared to mo- most. So that's that's a different uh, because it's a different game, obviously. Right. With D and D, you you start out at first level, whatever that means, and then you go up, right? Well, it's like it's a D and D is that that classic farm boy, right? The the, the yes. tale of Luke Skywalker, but in uh, in, in fantasy or F- Frodo. Oh, Frodo, right? But did Frodo Gabe become a tenth level f- uh, no. farmer or anything? No, I don't think he gained any levels. Oh, he gained a lot of experience, though. Yeah, but does it make him more powerful? I guess no. I guess he was more charismatic, maybe. I don't know. More wily. Well, how about Sam? Sam was uh, gained experience, and he became more, more self assured, and he got the girl at the end. Remember, what's her name? Rosie. Rosie. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But you know, he didn't become like more part. Well, I don't know he, because he. He as as you progress in the, as he as the at least in the movies as he progressed and, and same thing in the, in the books, he became more self assured. Right when he was fighting, he became more comfortable fighting. Where at the very beginning he didn't want to fight at all. But Aragorn was always just the king, right? Well, there you go. You know, I don't know. So the, so I don't think there's any experience progression in the Lord of the Rings. I don't think. Anyway, but uh, we're talking about D&D and we're talking about role-playing games. So experience has, has changed in the way it's doled out. You know, we went from experience for killing monsters and their gold to uh, the, the kill of the monster, actually. And then now shared experience for the killing of the monsters and no experience for gold. And then there's a new idea of, of gain XP for role-playing. Hmm. For good role-playing, you get a, uh, get a bonus. Now, this is, I don't think, I don't know if this is in the rules. Or, but I've heard, I've heard this consistently, maybe just because of my group that I play in, it's the same people I've always played with, uh, that they give bonuses for good RP. And I think I've seen that in other things where they've read about it and, and had it done in other, by other GMs and stuff. Right. That makes sense. Right. Which is good. Except sometimes if, if you're having a bad day or you're tired and don't talk a lot, then, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't seem quite fair. So we're moving away from D and D because D and D. I don't think there's anything in D and D that says you should get experience for ro- good role playing. They do have this. What is it called? Inspiration. Like, inspiration, right? That you give it for good role playing or for whatever. I forget. I haven't. It's read like that it's like when they give you a chit that you can use to make sure your your whatever you want to do works. Right. Other games they call it plot points, bennies, whatever you want to call them. And it, what they do is this a chip, a chit. Uh, Does space opera have levels? No. I just oh, said that. Not no space levels. opera. I'm sorry. Does what's the other game that we play? <laughs> Shadowrun. Does it have levels? No, you have karma, which is experience. That's what it is. And it so that is sure the way that you gain you stuff. Yes. So that's the, I, I believe that's the newer way of experience is done. Instead of levels and ring, this little magic bell rings out and you get to... You get add, to add stuff. Add, you know, you're in the middle of a dungeon. You get you know six. You get to buy points. what you want with you get in six Shadowrun. Hit points. Yeah. 
and then you're able to get another weapon you can use and you get another uh, another action surge. No, that doesn't happen. So it sort of happens in Shadowrun, but in Shadowrun, you spend karma. Yes. And it takes a little bit of time to, to get whatever you're trying to get, which is, you know, usually it's a skill or an implant or something like that. So that's, that seems to be more more the modern way of dealing with the ex- experience is that you, you get, instead of these massive amounts of numbers that really don't arbitrary arbitrarily going from first level to second level you get these little points that help or by character build points that you use from the very beginning of the game like Shadowrun and karma points almost well money in Shadowrun also can enhance your character by being able to have surgeries to install more stuff i do remember i do remember somebody complaining that if you were a uh, a certain kind of character that didn't do implants or not implants, but didn't do, didn't like their making the character better, but they really relied on money that there was like, you could transfer, like you can make every karma point was equal to 10,000. Oh, I never knew that. No, that was an optional rule oh. that, that I've heard floating around. Because if I would, cause I really don't like the whole enhancing myself with all these like my son they're like okay get these and and then you can do this and and it'll make you so strong but being a fighter in that game is pretty cool because if you're if you have all those implants and stuff then yeah but you get closer and closer to loss yes (laughs) cyber psychosis but if uh the way that i played it i played a a magic user so i didn't have any of that stuff and i was a lot less uh i was a lot more squishy as augustine would say although i did destroy a market with a fire so you know (laughs) they're different it's a give and take right (laughs) how much experience you want versus what it is you're you know you know how you want to play your character so i think that's a more modern way of dealing with experience is is doling out these smaller numbers for example uh Tell us for the loop. Uh, basically, you ask these five questions and you get up to five points of experience. And with those five points, you can up your uh, your skill or or up your skills. That's a little bit better than being handed the experience because you have to tell everybody. It's a little harder, too, because everybody gets to decide whether you actually did it, right? Like, did you... I forget what the questions were, but... Did you participate in all of the acts, or did you, you know, that's different... an easy one? <laughs> yeah, and then there's other things, right? And but it's a collective thing. Yes. It's so so it makes time. it it's when you're playing with these guys that are like really like they play all the time. It makes it interesting to see how other people see what you did, right? Versus what you have it in your head that you did. Yeah. For for example, one of the one of the questions that Tales from Loop asks is. Did you participate in the game? Yes, you automatically get one experience point. And then it goes, did you did you get in, uh, did you suffer did you, for your troubles, yes, right? Yes, yeah. And your troubles. They ask you these five questions and you can get up to five points, which is the maximum. And you and you're saying it around the table at some time. And a lot of times, well, and people can disagree with you. A lot of times when people play, they go, "Well, I don't know if I should get that point because I'm not sure if it really." And then other people say, "No, yeah, you should get that point because of this." There's, usually that's what happens. Or it's there's not, one person going, "No, you shouldn't get it. I agree with you." <laughs> <laughs> well, usually people are not like that. Usually people are very timid about taking points that they don't feel they they should take. So that I, it seems like it to me from what I've seen in actual plays and from what I've seen when people. But playing. Tales from the Loop is one of those games where it has to do with with what you're experiencing as this child character right Right. so it's a very emotional kind of uh toll it can be it can can take a toll on you (laughs) literally yeah 
<laughs> I never thought of it that way, but I lo- I love that game. I have a blast. Uh, it's you know it's right up my alley because I it's about little kids in the eighties that never was. It's Stranger Things plus if you ever you know we've talked about Tales from the Loop and Simon uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name Stalin Lag or whatever his last name is. He's the artist that the game is based on. He mixes his high technology with eighties eighties look and eighties nostalgia and it's like pretty amazing. And uh, there's even a Tales from the Loop uh, show on on Amazon. Though, it tends to be a little dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one was kind of... Yeah. I run a little bit lighter game, a little bit more more like Goonies and uh, and stuff like that than this really dark, you know, suffering for your technology and isolation type of stuff. It's a Swedish game, but I make it into a nice Western, happy-go-lucky <laughs> California game. But that game, you're right. You The GM doesn't even give you the experience points. You, as a player... I have to say yes, I did do this, and yes, I did participate in this action, and this did, ha- and I did do this to, I did suffer for the group or whatever, I did imperil my character, uh, to try to save somebody and stuff like that. So I think, and it's not hard to do all those things. No, it's not, but it, but it's, it's a totally different way of getting experience yes. than the GM deciding yes. for the whole group. Oh, I believe you should get this. Your role plan and, was very good. Yes, and. <laughs> And be this, this you know, giving this experience to the players, right? And your role playing sucks. <laughs> you drop that, that complaint. Take that offline, woman. Again, what is the goal of experience in D and D? It's to gain levels and to become more powerful. And some games are not about that. Tales from the Loop is not about becoming more powerful. Sure, it's about as you get older, you get a few more skills. But that's not the point of the game is to you're not trying to become, you know, king and rule over a certain area of land. If that's your goal or be the the master thief of water, deep water, deep. But if you if you look at in D&D, usually I play a magic, a magical, a a magician, a sorceress. (laughs) That's not true. I'm playing a fighter right now. That's right. Anyway. And I even played a paladin recently. Not very well, but I played her in Jim's game. Paladin, oh, well, remember? Yeah. When you play a magic user, it's it's really is a progression, right? Your first level, and there's lots of... I've read a bunch of stuff about why would you be first <laughs> level, but whatever. Anyway, as you go, you gain more spells and stuff. So so when you when you get those experience points, you've learned how to cast more spells, which is the way I've always thought about it because I usually played a magic user. Correct. And so if you think about it for fighters and stuff, if you start out at 18, you're a first level fighter. So you have to you have to actually have experience. You're not like a, a seasoned veteran. Right. Who, you're learning how to fight. And so as you go up the, the levels, you get these these better and better things that you can do. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But that's the way that that you see that I've always seen it in right. Pathfinder I and agree. D&D. I can also see the other way that people the newer ways to do it. Well, I think the biggest complaint is like, let's say you're in the middle of a dungeon and ring, all of a sudden you get 10 more hit points and, oh, I can learn how to use a different weapon. You know, it. it but pe- usually people don't get experience levels in the middle of, of a, a session. Well, let's say the session ends and you're still inside the dungeon. Well, you, you're not going to get you or me when it give them the experience until really? you were done with the adventure. Wow. Right. I don't know. Some people give it out at the end of the session. Well, you don't do that. Mainly because Mike does that. That's true. After every session, yeah. 
because we don't know when we're going to play next kind of that, thing. That's different than when you're playing a campaign. You never you never let us be go from, from sixth level to seventh level in the middle of a campaign. I think I have. I think, oh, well, look at Storm Thief King's Thunder. Why well, mm. am I looking at it? Because it was a huge, long campaign. Oh, and that's you guys true. It was all a year. You guys gained but you didn't levels. give it to us in the middle of a fight or anything. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, not, I'm, being, I'm being, what is it, hyperbolic in a sense. But you can. I mean, if somebody's giving you, I want experience for this session, okay, I'll give you, oh, and then, ring, like I said, you, oh, I know another two spells. Oh, I can now throw a fifth level okay, spell. Okay, so don't do that, people. <laughs> it has to make sense, right? Well, that was a big problem is that it didn't make sense. But you're right. You can. Once you get back to town, give them the experience. <laughs> Let them take their bath and rest for a couple of days. And then they have an epiphany and know all these things. Well, you, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, you, course you can make it make it more sense by saying, oh, yeah, I will only give experience when you get back to a safe place. Right. That makes sense. But some people don't do that. And, and, it's, and, it's, and I'm saying it's completely fine. And it's completely within the rules. But it doesn't matter. So there's some games that, that like I said, they don't give no experience. And, they and don't give any experience. They don't, get, they don't get no experience. No, they don't. The experience is not part of the game. So we were talking about progression of experience. So so there is the the XP for for role playing. There's XP for just playing, like in Tales from the Loop. And then their D and D has has alternate experience or going up levels called milestones so they do away with xp milestones is pretty cool okay I, I, <laughs> i'm glad you think so. morgan was the one who was talking about that it's in the core book so i it, believe you so the milestones does away with xp counting does away with all this number crunching and the, and the gm decides Ring, you're now a new level <laughs> so that would make more sense right if you if you probably would agree that the GM decides, though that's kind of arbitrary, the GM would, in it, in his or her benevolent and knowledgeable uh, way, would grant a level when when they see it fit for the players to gain a level. Usually it'll probably happen after, the, after a certain session is over when the players are safe. They're going, oh, once you reach town, bring, you're now, you know, second level and stuff like that. But they could be stored in the middle of a dungeon too. You know, it doesn't stop well, them. They when the Mad Mage, the dungeon of the Mad Mage, yes. it says that you're supposed to start that that game that adventure book at yes. fourth level, oh. right? And and when you get done with it, you're supposed to be a certain level. And basically, you gain you're gaining a level f- basically for each level of the dungeon that, that you, you do. finish. Yeah. So and the monsters are set for certain levels as you're going right. You're going down in this particular one, but it makes it interesting that. The book has decided, or the book, the people that wrote it, <laughs> well, not the actual like, book, they've decided that, okay, if you do all of these things, then you should be able to go up to the next level because you're going to need more ex- more skills to defeat the people in the next level. of the You need dungeon. to be tougher. Right. Right. So this is not a new idea of this levels with, with dungeons. Uh, my brother, when he had his Tunnels of Terror, I believe he... Did the same thing as like I said, it's not a novel idea that the level of the dungeon is the level that the character should be in. So if you go to the first level, everybody should be first level. When you go to second level, you should, everybody should be second level, and and the, on the way on down the line, what it does is it seems it's it's kind of what is it? It's it's a simulation kind of thing, right? Well, 
Not even. It's more because it, a simulation is in the fact that you're gonna fight all these things and then you're gonna go up to the next or down to the next level, right? Because and right. you're gonna have gained all of this stuff and experience seems, to be able to. Uh, it seems uh, I don't know what the term is. Artificial. Yes, that's what it is. It seems artificial that all the monsters on the second level are geared for second level people fighting, right? But but if you're gonna do a level per dungeon, then you're gonna have to do that, right? Well, it's I, all what you want to do. That's a, it, that's more simulation than role playing, in that particular instance, right? Yeah, that's true. Because it's all it's it's more mechanical. Than yeah, you're you're kicking playing. in the door, fighting something. So, do you like the idea of milestones? I I did. I, what Morgan was talking about it about how, and he was talking about the was cor- he running third edition? Is that what he did? He he said that he got out the rules, he read them, and was when he was experience. running doling out, he he didn't like the idea of the way that the the experience was given out. Then he read about the milestone, and he, he thought that. that made more sense. Right. Versus counting up all the points for it. And I, I and I and that's when I <laughs> told him. Did he make him, a spreadsheet? <laughs> yes, he said he had to make a spreadsheet, and I I totally agreed with him that it's <laughs> totally insane to have to know how many monsters you had, and you literally need to to put out you know all of their experience, and then you're dividing it by the number of people in the group and different kinds of things. So it makes it. The, the CR level I'm talking about. I know. I so know you, need about. A, you need it. You need it. Sometimes you need a spreadsheet with all those monsters. <laughs> I never use a spreadsheet. I would just. <laughs> you used a piece of paper and I you mean, went a uh, thousand and you have it written down nine times because there were nine monsters. Right. right. And then you have you, you did that. Well, oh, there was a dragon. This many points. Right. And and then you just you added it all up and divided it by the number of people, which Augustine had to watch you because he was worried that you weren't doing it right. <laughs> Well, so I didn't think it was that there, difficult. But, but no, it, you're right. You can. There is a little bit of a of a of a weird thing that if if the monster is lower level than the than you, then you don't get as much experience points because it's too easy of a fight. Now, there's a there's a table. At least there is a table in. I know there's one in Pathfinder because I've used it, and I'm not sure about. There's the lots end. of tables in Pathfinder. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> but there's an XP table yeah. saying that if the characters are fifth level and the monster's CR level is is two, you get less. You get you know, and the monster if you were the same level as the monster, you get fifty points. But because you're two levels higher, you only get thirty points. Right, right? something like that. All that's all I did was I just I looked at the number. That's what I did. I wrote down the number. Well, when it comes to that, so instead of having to do all the math. You could just go, okay, you've killed all these monsters here. You're going to go to second level now. It's a milestone. Here you go. So that that is pretty new. A lot, some people. I'm sure people don't like that. And no. I'm sure some people do like oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. There's a, I think that there's a split. I think, and I, you could usually tell, okay, I'm going to give you a, ask you a question. Who do you think likes that ver- milestones and who do you think doesn't like the milestones? Uh the the Friday night group doesn't like those my kind of milestones. They want you to earn it. And where are they? Old school. <laughs> just old. You can just say old. <laughs> Older. How's that? They're all fifty plus. Oh, so are the uh, so's the other group. What other group is that? The Palo Alto group, the Stanford group, and they're gonna go more with milestones. Oh, okay. I see. Okay, you're right. And then there's our group, 
They yeah, just want to kill things and take their stuff. I, like, I think they like the idea of adding up their their. Oh uh, no, uh, their, the the boys experience. Oh my gosh! If I if I switch they to are like, they're like they're like they're like ex, they're like spreadsheets in themselves. They want all those numbers to crunch. Well, they're kind of math heads already. So. They are. They they are the epitome of STEM, uh, you know, for education purposes. Oh yeah. They they are the the physics guys, the guys that are high school students. Well. I say R because my friend's kid is two days younger than my kid, our kid. And so they're both taking AP math classes and advanced placement. They're seniors now. Yeah. And they're taking advanced, advanced AP, 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 you know, physics, AP, math, AP, all this other crap. So for them, number crunching isn't uh, a hard thing or isn't something that no, they No, they, it, it's like you should see their eyes light up. It's like when Augustine and Alan are talking about calculus and we're talking things that I don't have a clue about, <laughs> their eyes just go, they get so big and they're like, oh, and you can't see them. And when they're talking about physics stuff, I mean, they're, they're that, but that's their thing, right? They're, they like, they're, that's what they're doing right now. Right. So... They said that I would use algebra when I was out of high school and college, but I really don't use algebra that much. No. And I we're talking higher math and yeah. higher higher I science. So. I haven't used, I haven't <laughs> had the, you, the need to use, uh, what, uh, solve for uh, the quadratic <laughs> equation since I took the, the <laughs> that class. So, you know, intermediate algebra. But no, so when we're talking about experience points and kids that yes. like numbers, you can see why the numbers matter to yes. them. And, and they like and the a number milestone crunching. is going to be oh okay yeah. well but they also play D and D online or D D D D O and they're like don't oh don't kill God. it that's my monster to kill why did you take my kill do they, do they, I don't know how <laughs> I that don't works. know how the experience works on that one but they it's really high level I just think they're being possessive <laughs> and they're hilarious so they do that in the regular game too like Legolas and uh and uh Gimli Gimli yes so. They count how many kills they have. Yes. That's the difference between a spreadsheet for your calculation for your experience yes. versus a milestone. Right. It doesn't matter to me. I mean... It doesn't matter to me either. Although I feel kind of bad sometimes that maybe I didn't perform the way that the GM was looking for. <laughs> I didn't give him well, enough role the, play. And then or? sometimes there's some games that take the, like, Tales from the Loop, you ask questions, that take the GM out of the equation. Another game like that is The One Ring. The one ring, when you attempt something and you succeed, you get a little check mark, right, on that uh, particular skill. And what's really amazing is that the the check marks, uh, uh, they call them, I forget what it is, but there's little diamonds that you fill in. And uh, there's AP points and then there's experience points. And it's really neat. But the GM has absolutely no control over how much experience is given. It depends on how successful the character is in certain skills. And they're able to spend those points in those skills that are associated with what you succeeded in. Oh. Which is pretty neat. Well, um, isn't Pendragon, isn't it have to do with your glory? Well, that's calculated by, by the GM and given by the GM. You know what I mean? Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was like, I thought it was calculated, I guess, maybe. I think you're talking about how you calculate before you begin play. Yeah. If you took place in the, you took part of this battle, yeah, you the get tournament two, or two hundred glory. You yeah. get ten glory if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're, you know, you married, your mom married into a nice family. If you married into a really nice family, you get a thousand glory. So I'm like, geez, it's purely arbitrary in that sense because you just roll a die and figure it out. Okay. Or like your dad, your dad was took place in this battle. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 That, That's a different way to. Yeah. But to, the GM, the after, GM then uh, gives you the right after play begins. The it's GM. called glory points and not experience yeah, points. Glory, yes. And that gives you special things. Uh, I don't know what glory does. I don't think you. I don't think there's gaining levels in Pendragon. I know you could get better. Well, oh yeah, yeah, you could spend glory yeah. to get better. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. So, so that's that's a sort of a different take on on experience, right? There's experience to like D and D where you just after a thousand points you gain a level, right? Ta da! And then there's then there's other games that where you spend your experience, right, and to get your better karma or whatever karma exper- experience XP in yeah. Tales from the Loop, uh, whatever they want to call it. Fate points or whatever. I don't know. If, I'm just kidding. So there's know. all kinds of different ways to get experience. It's not just kill and the monster. And what they mean and what you can do. Yeah. And right. what it means for your character. Right. So I, I kind of like the idea of giving experience where the players then choose how to make their character better. Like karma in space in space opera. Like karma in Shadow Shadowrun. Run. I really like that kind well, of idea. Well, that's what D&D does. As you gain the level, then you get extra things, right? You get to either pick a new spell, you get a new skill, or uh, not, or you get to add stuff to your to make your your character better at your roles as you're going along. Right, but I like the idea of more like more targeted spending, like well, Shadowrun. If you, it's really targeted. Yes. Like, oh, I want to increase increase my reflexes by buying this. Well, or, I'm telling you that the boys target it in D and D. You need to you need to put that extra point on to charisma. <laughs> you know they they tell me right this is what you need to do because that's going to make your character stronger this way and then they go into the why. Okay, you're, I guess you, you, you can, see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's 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 not like if if you just play if it's not like you're saying that playing D and D or Pathfinder or something is less less thought provoking for how you're going to create make your character your experience make your character better right versus tales from the loop where you get the experience and then you choose also how you're going to make your character better you're right i totally agree you are correct i just it just it, to me it just seems more personal when you when you decide exactly how you're going to spend the experience to me than just ta-da, the ring you're in the second level because you automatically get stuff in D D. yeah but you have to figure out what it is you that, that you want to which way you want to take your character as the boys always say, maybe I'll multi-class. <laughs> then I can do this. Right? That kind of thing versus... <laughs> God, I hate that. Because <laughs> it's just mini-maximizing their freaking character. Because if I do get this, this level, then, three levels of ranger and four levels of rogue, that means I can get... I'm on, no, then you have to learn brain, two things. That I can't do my that. My brain just explodes with that kind of crap. So there you go. There's a lot of ideas on um, experience So experience has changed. How, yeah. The way it's from from where it's humble beginnings to what it is now, and I think it's probably changed for the better. Yeah, you know the whole idea of, of the killing blow and goal experience points created murder hobos because if you're gonna get experience for killing a monster and gold, then that's all the people are gonna want to <laughs> do, right? And hence, especially why murder hobos, you know, existed and and are. Are fruitful prolific. and multiply, right? <laughs> when you change that, I think it changes the type of game. Right. At least it can. It can change the mentality of the player going, oh, I don't have to kill the monster. You get experience for def- defeating or going around. You also just, now you just get experience for encountering him. You don't have to kill him, right? Right. No, yeah. You run into a dragon. You've experienced the dragon, so you get points for it. Well. I mean, usually... Other, you don't get, like, all the points, right? 
Well, it depends on what you did. Like, if right. you just see a dragon, you don't get experience for seeing the dragon. But but if you dealt with the dragon and, and didn't overcome, die, overcome and the didn't dragon, die. overcome the situation, whatever that entails. Yeah. Whether it, you know, Not dying it doesn't is, have to, is yeah, what it entails. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be killing the monster, killing no. the dragon, but it could be, you know, working with the dragon to make sure that he doesn't eat you and saying, well, instead of eating this, how about we do you a favor that you really need to go do this and does this happen and then that would work, right? Right. So you would get experience for that. Correct. You would get experience for staying alive. Correct. And solving the problem. Yes. And encountering the dragon and not getting... Right. So you don't have to kill it. So I think right. that's, that's a kind of yeah. novel idea too. So I think we both agree. We both like the way RP... RP... Role play... Oh, role play. <laughs> XP works and has uh, matured. I can honestly say that giving of XP has matured. New games have given different ideas of how to uh, give experience and what experience means. And yes. I think that's all better for... Everybody so plays. if you're old school or newfangled, it doesn't matter. It's well, all it does the same. matter. <laughs> keep giving out that experience. <laughs> this is Gaming Perspectives with Angeline. You have a good day. Yeah.